Welcome to Color Me Happy. My name is Brandy Hofer. I'm your host. Thank you so much for being here, friend. I sure do appreciate your time. Uh, This has been such a beautiful journey of podcasting. I get to make so many friends and have the loveliest chats. It's just been more beautiful and more powerful and more meaningful than I ever imagined, truly. So I'm really excited because we did a panel discussion live, like a real one with people (laughs) last week, and I can't wait for that to release and come out and for everyone to see it and how beautiful it is to support and connect women in your community. Um, And as we all know, that is more important now more than ever. Um, We actually have a collection we put together with BHA Gallery, our gallery, um, highlighting that fact and with some really powerful portraiture and uh, a really lovely uh, poem that accompanies the whole collection and it's just I wrote it I wrote it a while ago actually to be honest and it just resonates deeply now I'm going to read it to you mine one of the first concepts we grasp in life mine yet somehow what is mine as a girl and now as a woman had and has been judged, molded, lusted after, shaved, plucked, pushed, shamed, mine, stolen, conglomerated, society obsessed. Let them be shamed forever into silence. A door swings open, light crawls across the floor. She walks through resilient unscathed of the injustices that waited on her four mothers. Um, yeah, thank you for listening. Uh, so we have some artwork that accompanies that poetry that I wrote. And um, check it out. That's at brandyhofer.ca in our BHA gallery. Um, we also have going on, and it's been super fun, and we love seeing everyone's creations. We're doing a summer sketchbook project, uh, so be sure to join the Color Me Happy community on Facebook, and or uh, and that will lead you to like the blog where we have it all together, or you can just, it'll alert you on Facebook to when we post a new uh, sketchbook prompt. Um, and to be honest, <laughs> I pretty fucking terrible at some of the things we do in the sketchbooks <laughs> like really bad um I haven't done one since art school so like 16 17 years ago um and I decided heck let's try it and let's try it with the boys and try it so we have some really cool artists like professional artists who have joined along which is really also cool to see and of course humbling for all uh, because, you know, it's all about experimentation and pushing your bounds and trying new things outside of, like, I could make a million portraits that are really well done, but, uh, I, I'm not going, I'm going to make some to make myself feel better in my sketchbook so I can share them, but I'm also going to share my mistakes because I think that's important. That's real life. That's authentic, authentic. And that's who, who we are and we're human and we make those mistakes. Um, we also have our uh, skin care tip and it leads right beautifully into this podcast with my awesome guest. Um, from So this self-care tip is from Vanessa from Nouveau Laser and Aesthetic Center. Um, I love it there. They're so kind to me and so good to me. And um, this is her tip and I love it. Self-care is not selfish. It is necessary. 1000%. Um, 
And this leads me into my conversation with fellow artist um, Sarah Detweiler. She is amazingly talented. Uh, her her hidden figures and she does way more than that and you'll see because she has a new show in philly at paradigm gallery paradigms paradigm um if you go to sd artifacts that's sarah's like instagram she like does these pieces that are just really they take such a long time she has so much patience she has like embroidery and like everything's really well thought out like her her next show, I believe, and I know this because I uh, have joined her art making group now and again, and she's freaking hilarious, but most of those women are from the U.S., um, and so I just pop in to throw a wrench in their party, I guess. I think there's some other Canadians too, but uh, they're so kind and so good to me, these women, and they were kind enough to let me paint with them a few nights, which actually, by the way, always reach out and find community and don't be afraid to be like, hey, can I come play? And they prompted a whole collection out of me. So uh, find your friends, find that lid for your pot and find your community because amazing things happen when you chat and leave time for support and I I did one painting one night while we were all sitting there over zoom and and I was like what do you guys think of this painting they're like you did that right now and I was like yeah I did it right now they're like oh my gosh well you should keep exploring that and see where it goes and it turned into the Taylor collection which you all know was up in BHA and through PXP and da 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 really big news like actual really exciting big news um I I hate sharing because like until you're like physically there or doing the thing you're like should I just in case some life happens but I have been invited to New York speaking of women from the states and people I get to meet and who I've wanted to meet forever I get to go to my first art fair in New York um my art's going 110 percent for sure I'm going to try to go, have to apply for a, like a travel grant, which were all shut down because no one was traveling. Anyway, uh, yeah, I really want to go super badly. <laughs> so if stars align for me to go to New York to my first art fair and meet all my female women, amazing art friends that I've been talking to forever and really need to meet. But this is all about Sarah and our conversation and self-care, why it leads into self-care is we talk a lot about, because at that, when we recorded this, Sarah had, I think her baby was like eight months old. So like getting up in the night and we, we chat like, you know, uh, two moms do about lack of sleep. <laughs> okay, I'll let you get into it and uh, enjoy. She's like, I just assumed you're in the States with all of us. I was like, no. Um, I know you're not I in the States. Know. Yeah. You know how I know you're not in the states, because you have the best accent that you that my also my dear friend Amy Stewart has. Oh yeah, and I yeah. love it. I obviously don't hear it because it's everyone talks ish. Yeah. Well, Canada has some crazy diverse uh, language things happening, uh, mid and eastern. Like so, yeah, yeah. Um, I have one version. Where are you actually in Canada? Are you mid? Or are you? I'm actually in the prairies, so closer to the west, but kind of in the middle. Um, okay. 
uh, like right in the prairies, nothingness, barren farmland. That's yeah. a bad way to describe it, but it's really beautiful. <laughs> I like to think that it's like the the countryside in France. That's, what, that's <laughs> the positive way I describe it. It was comparable. I yeah. Hey, it sounds painting. lovely. It, it was. It was great. Okay. Welcome, Sarah. I'm going to start because we're okay. going to visit regardless of if we're like starting the podcast or not. Welcome. Um, artist and mother, I would say is the best way to describe you yeah. um, and how I know you, obviously. Um, and we discovered one another. I don't know if it was you or me who reached out first like a year or two ago uh, through a mutual fr friend, Bushra. Um, but yeah, we were talking about our groups and how amazing they are and how important it is to connect with, you know, people who well are experiencing kind of the same things as you. Yep. Cause you have a new baby, Sam. I do, yes. He uh, he's not that new anymore, but um he'll be uh six months soon. Yeah, that's new. I mean, yes. <laughs> that's so new. It's like it depends on, you know, where where on the the spectrum you're <laughs> yeah like uh even thinking about him and teddy's two now and he's definitely my last um and just like even five months i'm just like i never want to do that again <laughs> like it is so beautiful but it's just like so it's so much it is a lot actually funny funny enough today he's he i have to say he's actually been a dream baby um, I really lucked out and, uh, today was that probably the hardest day I've had with him. Oh, great. <laughs> and I was like, you wow, this it. is really great. I was like, it's kind of perfect because Brandy will understand. And, um, <laughs> and it's Friday. We're talking on a Friday. So it's like an, uh, you know, F up Friday kind of. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Friday night F up. You, we can cut your day apart and make it funny and you can laugh <laughs> later. You can cry first and laugh later. Yeah. Uh, even this week I put a really big, uh, a reel because it was a, the time changed and that's rough on anyone with kids, let alone three boys who normally fuck shit up. And then I couldn't even post what was going on at the time because I was still so upset. <laughs> I was just like, this is too fresh. I know it'll be funny later, but right now I just feel like the worst. I'm just recovering and that happened on Monday. But <laughs> I feel better now. So tell me about your day. What, what, what was so rough about? I mean, I feel like if I Sam. say it, people will be like, oh, come on, give me a break. <laughs> I will. <laughs> but, um, it's, but it's in comparison to how it's been. Um, no, it's just, uh, I think it's because he, he just started, you know how you're always trying to figure out, is it this, is it this? I always say like having a, a child, especially a young child, like a new baby, is like um, doing a science experiment every day where like the parameters change every day. Yeah. You yeah. can't ever get like your- There's nothing to figure out. Like it's really, it's like, I, well, there are tips and tricks like uh, getting to sleep on time. And obviously that varies from person to person, but definitely for everyone that is like the number one goal and staying in that really special routine uh, helps. It helps a lot, but it's yeah. not always a solution. Like I remember my sister-in-law 
uh, and Teddy's been a dream baby too, but I have three boys and it is just like uncontrolled chaos all the time. And they've been gone for the first time, like ever the last yes. two days. And that's only why I feel better because they've <laughs> not been here for the first time. And I'm just like, Oh my gosh, even on the phone, I'm like, I don't even want to talk to you guys on the phone right now. It's <laughs> a good time for the first time in seven years. Um, <laughs> And their dad took them to like the water park, which was amazing. Oh, nice. So, um, where's the time? Oh, yeah, my sister in law would always be like, Oh, she, she has one girl, and she'd be like, She got up at this time, and I made some notes, and I'm like, Doesn't matter, does it? It just happens. Do you sleep all night long? No, nobody sleeps perfectly. Why do you expect your toddler to sleep perfectly? Yeah, um, you just move on don't worry about it don't worry about it. try again next time that's it <laughs> yeah you can put and i know because i had a guest was originally a terrible sleeper like seven to 20 times a night he would love nursing and mm. i would analyze the heck out of it and try to solve the problem and it just is kind of a waste of energy and by the time there there's multiples you're just like Fuck it. <laughs> well yeah it's interesting because i'm in a kind of in the space where my daughter is turning seven soon. And then, so I have that huge gap where it's almost like having gap. an only child again, but then um, I am so much more relaxed than I was with her about things. So like, we still haven't established a routine for naps and stuff. I'm just kind of like, oh, we're figuring it out. It's fine. Um, I think around six months though, it gets more important yeah establish a routine because then they can at, at least have those like exact like you know the exact sleep times like it's yeah twice a day it's six at night and they go to bed and that's it yeah i think that's the one yeah there are trying to learn it. i'm like tell show me what what is your routine what do you what is your timing here because he takes cat naps and it's killing me oh no yeah you have to you know, I got sleeping, uh, we had a sleeping consultant and my friend also is a sleep consultant. And uh, it's, if you can't figure it out, <laughs> sleep consultant is worth every penny. But yeah, there's like, <clears throat> there is ages um, where specifically like 9.30 and noon and or 9.30 and two or whatever yeah. you you do. And, and definitely like, there's no longer that newborn 9.30 to bed, it's like six. Back oh yeah yeah he's, yeah he's back been, he's been on that as possible yeah. yes so those routines i feel like are such a lifesaver especially for like and you probably can attest to this like you and your partner too to like have space or even your daughter like yeah you guys can have some space to just chill for fucking sake. Like, yeah there's a lot of end problems today it's because we're talking about kids <laughs> uh okay it's been a long two years for me. <laughs> I have to admit, um, yeah, Teddy just—they just have so much energy, and um, well, your your boys especially seem to have a lot of. <laughs> yeah, uh, I like complained to a grandma once. She's like, "You are be grateful they're moving around." I was like, "You don't know." <laughs> Someone pl plopped their butt, bare butt on my face this morning at 6 a.m. You don't know. Did I see? Um, did he ate his poop yesterday. Did I? Did I, girls. I got so mad. I got so defensive. My husband was like, calm down. I was like, she doesn't know. She yeah. had two girls 
as daughters and then they had girls she doesn't know like yeah it's just different i don't care like i met some high energy young women as well but um that could hold a candle but like for the most part when when the female sex comes over to my home and they sit and in my studio with me for an hour and a half to two hours like doing nice things i'm just like it's different they need yeah oh it is for sure every seven minutes like and they're moving yeah and then they just oh yeah anyway rant done no no i because i i have one of those girls <laughs> but my twin sister has two boys they're super active so she's just like I'm like, yeah, I don't even have an ice pack, like a kid's ice pack in my house. She's like, what? We use those every day. Yeah. <laughs> I have like the st glue stitches so we don't have to go to emerge anymore <laughs> for stitches. I'm like, no, I'll clean that up and stitch it myself. Yeah. Like, I, when I told two, two of my friends that have boys, when I told them that I was having a boy, they're like, oh, get ready. And one was like, get ready to say, if I have to wipe pee off the wall one more time. <laughs> <laughs> but it's so much more than that <laughs> but you don't know till you know yeah i'll i'll find out <laughs> <laughs> okay i want to talk about okay so everyone can see or if you can't see go to youtube and if you're just listening or check sarah out on her instagram at sd underscore artifacts um her lovely artwork is behind her head and i want to talk about and i'm sure you've talked about it a ton um so we won't like totally go into it but the original because that is kind of your signature i would say like the the hidden figure yeah um, so i'm going to talk about like the very beginning like what sparked i kind of know but i yeah what sparked that whole um concept and and how much it's expanded. Um, yeah. I was already a mom um, when when uh, I discovered the Victorian photos, hidden mothers. Have you have you seen them? Yes, so only because of you, because oh. of the articles I've read. Um, but I've seen them before. So <laughs> describe what, what that okay, is. Okay, so... Um, long exposure photography back in the Victorian days and the Victorians um, always had interesting ways of doing things. Um, they, they, their, their solution to hold children still uh, for the photos, because I think it was like 30 seconds or something they had to sit. Um, yeah. And it's as, you know, as per our conversation we just had, <laughs> it can be hard to do. Um, the, the mothers would uh cover themselves and then sit the kid on their lap but it was usually with like some upholstery fabric curtain <laughs> so did you like find that kind of funny to begin like where you're like this is so it was or... it was like all the feels <laughs> it hit me at this time where i was um i was starting to like build my fine art career since being a mom and I, you know, was having my isolated times and, 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 and rediscovering myself, my identity now that I was a mother mm. and like, who am I now, you know, and am I the, those people as well still? And it just like, it hit me 
just like, yeah, like, oh, man, that's like really creepy. Like, I actually have a um, Pinterest uh, folder that's titled Creepy Cool because I, <laughs> I love, like, creepy things just appeal to me. Uh -huh. And um, so I was like, that's super creepy. <laughs> Are it they is. trying it's to be kind creepy? Of weird. It's kind of weird, right? Yeah, um, they look, kind of look like, I mean, some of them are a little more um, discreet than others, but the ones where they're just like, oh, they don't care. It's, they look like a ghost like sitting there, and I'm like, um, yeah, that's that's bizarre. And then I'm like, started thinking, well, why, why did the mother have to cover herself? Why couldn't the mother be in the photo? Yeah. <laughs> I don't get it. We just want the illusion of the baby sitting by itself, so that, even though it's physically not able to. Yeah. So I think like a lot of mothers I know identify with that because it's like, yes, like all the invisible roles of the mom and all the things that we do. And it started just like making me like I went down the rabbit hole with it, which oh. I, I always know whenever I go down the rabbit hole with something, there's going to be an art series about it. Yeah. yeah. So... <laughs> Um, I did, but I didn't do anything with it for a little bit. Uh, and, and then when I finally did, it was just like, it just took, it took me, it took some courage for me to, to approach it. And mm -hmm. I'm trying to think back what, what the fear was. I mean, part of it was the, um, that it was different from what I had been doing. And, um, I don't know. I just. Yeah. Right. Like that's what they say to be successful. They're like, how to be a successful artist. Uh, number one, paint the same thing over and over and over and over again. You're like, oh, <laughs> just kill my soul. Um, yeah. And it is. And it's okay to shift. And, you know, like I'm into portraiture known for that. And then, yeah, came up with the full on abstract collection whatever you can, you're allowed yeah. to do what you want it's your life um but it is a scary thought you're like are people gonna accept this what are they gonna but it really actually doesn't matter yeah um it's not like a make or make or break sort of thing you just you just follow that path and it can lead to places um that you obviously you're not you don't expect um or you don't know why you're doing it mm -hmm. exactly, but I feel like to not explore that is um, is just a, a great. What is the word? It's just like you should. I, I know what you mean. Yeah. I, I... Um, like I did a really beautiful course about creating with kids, and I was like, you know, I bet this isn't gonna sell very well, <laughs> um, just because I hadn't done courses. People don't expect to learn from me. They don't. I was like, but it's really beautiful. And I had an amazing time making it. And I feel so strongly about what I say and yeah. what I, um, you know, and whether people buy it or not, like, it's just like, that's out of your control. Um, and I obviously feel like that is such an important connection that we kind of accidentally stumbled upon that I would love to share with others. And so I launched, I knew it would take like so much time to like launch it and advertise mm -hmm. and all the stuff that went along with it. And it was, and it was so much effort. And I was like, it sold okay, which I knew 
was going to happen. But then something else happened was uh, the Milan Institute, like, uh, approached me. I'm not sure how much I actually am allowed to talk about this. Yeah. Maybe by the time this comes out, it'll be fine. Yeah, there you go. We're just like, <laughs> we love it. We love your course content. We love everything you're doing. We love your message. And so then they asked me some other stuff and I said, yes, <laughs> that's what I'm going to yeah. say. I just can't say. So like, that's a great example of, okay, I did something. Um, I knew maybe it wasn't, but something way bigger and more exciting that I can't say anything about, but I really want to talk about, you have to honor, that's the word I was like, honor, honor those, yeah. like, those, um, those, you know, kind of little pushes that you're getting from your subconscious almost. Yeah. Do you, yeah. we were, I was just talking about this last night, um, with people, did you read, uh, Elizabeth Gilbert's big magic? Yeah, of course. So, like, fun. yeah. I mean, and anybody who's listening, if you haven't, you must go, go out and read it. Um, I just love how she talks about inspiration and ideas and that how like they want to live. And if you, yes. if it comes to you and you don't give it life, it's going to go attach itself to somebody else. So if you want, if you, if it would break your heart, you know, to have somebody else bring that idea to life, then you better do it. Yeah. That's why I'm writing a book uh, because that happened to me. I did this whole big conference, like 500 women, but I was pregnant with my second child, third. Oh, I'll get you know, you have a lot of kids when you can't. <laughs> it's pregnant. I don't know. I was pregnant. I was pregnant. So I wasn't really in the greatest, like in juggling, you know, motherhood, etc. cetera. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Anyways, whatever. Um, I did. It's called Don't Overthink It. And lo and behold, 2020, big giant book, really great book. Don't overthink really. It. Yeah. So it, but I didn't do anything with it. I just gave this really great, inspiring talk, and I did it again with the art queens, and so, and it moved people. But I don't have a book. Yes, and I was, so, at, I was, I was, I was at get her book. I'm like I don't have one. Yes, please. You need to. I mean, I don't know how you do everything that you do, quite frankly. 15 sure minutes you, a day. That's, I know they're like, that will not add up to a book. Guess what? It adds up to a book. I'm almost done. I just have to make it sync together, like flow. But I keep adding more and more and more. Um, but I just need to make it flow a bit better. But I have a book. If anyone wants to publish my book, that'd be cool to make yes. it even prettier. But <laughs> so far, the plan is to self publish through KDP. So. Um, just that, so you, you know, cause my friend who was just on the podcast, she's in our community, the color me happy community. And I just featured her like she explained and in, in the, um, she explained the world of, you know, publishing a little bit and she yeah. described, she's like, okay. So then I, I got an agent that was three years ago or two years ago. And she's like, and then they have just approved my book and then wow. find an illustrator that will suit the theme of my book. And then once they decide on a, in about a year, what that illustration will look like, they'll start. And then they have to, you know, and I was like, that's like, yeah, no, that's not <laughs> when, you know, like, and I'm sure you feel this way as a creative. You're like, if I'm doing something, I got to do it right now. And I'm obsessed yeah. with it. I'm like, Tasha, I could illustrate your book and uh, like have it for final edit in like two weeks. 
Yeah. Um, just come to me. <laughs> but like, seriously, cause that's, we're as creatives. So we're just like, I can do that. Yeah. Yeah. So yours really took off like into, and it's, I could see it was hard for you to describe the original feeling because you're coming from it from like a 2020 perspective later, like what it already turned into, but you hadn't right. expected it yet. Like it's so intricate and you've gone so far beyond just like a simple sheet over, a, over a form that I just like get entranced looking at them. Um, so what, what inspired you to like go beyond? Cause I know these like stem from like photographs that you, like you stage these, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, I staged, uh, so I've had two, two collections release within the series mm-hmm. now. The first, the first one was mostly self-portraits. Um, and yeah, I staged all of them. And then the second collection, more recent one, is when I invited some other um, people, mother, other mothers to pose for me. Um, like we would have discussions about it, what they would do, but they were, they, they, they have to get credit for the reference photo. And then I would, I would build like the, um, the whole narrative, mm. you know, mm-hmm. oh, but yeah. Yeah. It's, it's really cool. And like one was your daughter and you like had splattered the sheet with paint or something. That actually was me. It was, no, that was me. That was you? And then... But she, yeah, she, uh, her drawings were the background. But... Okay. But I'm not like you. So I was just talking about you with somebody and I'm like, I I could not relinquish that control. No. (laughs) um, That you were able to do. And it's like a beautiful thing. But I, I'm like, the extent that I do is like, I'll use my daughter's drawings in my art, but I'm That's still cool. recreating them. That's <laughs> so cool though. But look, it as you can see behind me, when kids do some stuff, it's not always nice. I think that's gorgeous. Um, it can turn into something real special. Um, <laughs> but I let I let some neighborhood kids come in and you know what? I just don't care. So I mean uh, it's working for you, so I don't know. Yeah. I just, I'm not that brave. <laughs> no. It was, it took a lot of time to let go of that control. And, you, you know, you don't have to, like, you can have this for them and that for, you know, uh, like, there's some things I, I don't let them touch. I'm trying to think of, like, what that is. And how do you, um, I, I'm curious how you establish that, because I actually, behind this huge painting um, is the very messy, um, it's my daughter's corner of my studio. I gave her a a corner, which I love for her to have. There are times that I regret (laughs) because it's like a mess. It's always a mess, but I love, I love that she has a space that she can come in because my studio is in my home. So like she'll come in, work on something like she's like in the moment, makes a mess and then she can leave and we don't have to worry about picking up and everything. Yeah. Yeah. But it is so nice. But then I, um, but then I, at night, sometimes, like when I come in here to, to do my work and stuff, I'm like, oh, I just want to like, I want it to, 
to look a little cleaner. But anyway, um, what was the point behind? You asked me how. <laughs> I kind of. Oh, oh, how you determined because she knows certain things. I'm like, you're allowed to help yourself to markers in that drawer and like this. I'm like, this is off limits. But she still forgets. And she has this habit of coming. I said, nothing on my desk. Mm. Don't touch anything on my desk. Because she'll come up and she'll not even realize. And she'll like take my like, very expensive paintbrushes. And she'll just be like doing that. <laughs> and totally I'm like, do. Oh. They love smashing um, schminky pastels on the floor for a stage. And wow. it pissed me off because they're like what eight dollars or something i don't know what they are american but and they're just pigment so i'd just be like pigment bomb on the floor yeah and or the sennelier pastels um when they touch those and just leave them willy-nilly and i like walk across the floor and step on one and i'm like oh yeah because i also don't live by an art supply store that can i can be like okay i'm out of that i'll go pick it up I have right. to order it online or phone the paint store. Actually, I have to phone the paint store and ship it to me. Like, so it's like a week before, you know, my favorite yellow that I use in the highlight of all my portraits is missing. <laughs> and then, like, one art store was just like, oh, she's ordered these colors. We'll send her a color close to what she asked for. And I'm like, that is not how it works. Oh, no. My store. Um, yeah, so no, I have my things. Definitely. Um, I try to buy, like, I'm pretty done with, and I'm sure you feel the same, like Crayola markers. Sorry, Crayola. Yeah. I love your paint. Yeah. But like, they dry out super fast and it pisses me off. And um, so like a month later, you go to use the kids jiffies and they're so I like, get them nice jiffies and keep them on the desk and they use them there. And it, it, it I like to let them use my supplies, but like the stuff that, you know, again the highlight for all my custom artwork portraits was people like i'm like that's an important color I yeah i have a lock i we we recently got some locks for our cabinets clearly if anyone's seen what's going on <laughs> in my life right now you would understand why but like they'll get up in the morning and this has nothing to do with my studio practice but they'll get up and they'll eat like a bag of chocolate chips and i have chocolate chips so i can make cookies and muffins for their lunches but they'll eat the whole bag and then they'll be total buttheads for like an hour and not get dressed because they're like high <laughs> and, um and or they've been pouring themselves bowls of maple syrup oh so, yeah we have invested in some blocking devices didn't you just have a uh um bottle of maple syrup break the other day yeah like um it's been multiple times with the syrup and the honey and uh teddy poured honey the other day all over the toques and i was like okay and he got one stuck in his hair i was like that's what you get you have a toque stuck in your hair because yes it's all like he's like ow i'm like that's your fault that's your fault um i'm all for letting it's like you know as far as food goes i think it's a good for them to learn like self-control and balance um but like i can't the sugar thing really pisses me off uh okay clearly i've been coming off a week of <laughs> usually usually i'm pretty like chill <laughs> normally i'm chill um yeah so they'll be back and i'm looking forward to it uh we were also <laughs> sick 
I can see your face. <laughs> yeah. No. Um, yeah. Okay. You have, so Paradigm Gallery, uh, like, is your gallery, right? Like, they love to host your work. Um, yeah, I call them my gallery. I mean, you know, they don't, they, they represent, um, which is one of the things I love about them. They represent the, the show, not the artist, uh -huh. you know, so, which is nice. Cause, um, but yeah, well, hey, nothing against galleries, but yeah, like it's hard to afford them taking, like, if you're there, an artist, like them constantly taking 50% of. of yeah. Yeah. yeah like and it's for a, me, that's an impossibility. Like, it's yeah, just, it's like, a, I would be minus so much. Um, but yeah, so they just like you have. That's wonderful. That's so nice of them. Yeah, we have a, a really great relationship. So um, I think that's important. It's important to find um, someone or some people that you connect with because they'll support and be excited about what you're doing, and vice versa. You'll work hard to, you know, have a great partnership and working relationship with them. Right. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm not, I, I'm actually like, um, you know, with, with, uh, I know I have so many friends like you who ha hustle and do so many amazing things on their own, but I actually learned about myself that I don't like, I had made some prints um, of my hidden mothers and had them all ready. Like I, you know, retouched them and made sure the colors were right, color corrected. And then I just didn't feel like doing the work of the release, promoting yeah. it, sh shipping them. I was just like, oh, and then, and now I'm actually about to release a couple with Paradigm and, and it's great because they do, like, they do all of that work and it's, yeah, it's, that's great. Like, yeah. um, that's yeah and that really when you can save time and then you don't care that you know a percentage goes to the gallery because they are doing the work that you know like i had had in the past like uh i was still doing all the promotion i was still doing all the and i'm like why am i in this relationship because i am doing all the the stuff that you know yeah you know, they represent so many other artists but like yeah so it's important like uh for creatives you you know, everyone, well, not really anymore. It's really shifted, but you know, you're like, I need to be in a gallery. It'll save everything. It'll be the best, but, um, you have to find the right fit yeah. for everyone. And that's, that's more important. Um, uh, I'm with this in gallery and they just launched, did, but like, I still did a lot of the work, uh, but we, you know, we, we work together and, um, and we launch it through my BHA gallery, but he's got a whole bunch of kids too. And I always chat on the phone with him for like an hour and a half, like super sweet, understands. He's like, let's meet up and trade the artwork so we both can leave our homes for a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, I'll meet you there. I was like, yeah. okay. <laughs> so yeah, I think just waiting for the right, the right connection is so, so integral to, to that. And, and that has a lot to do with just putting yourself out there consistently and, and, and doing all the things like, yeah, it's like, okay, you're worth a gallery, but also do some other stuff and try this. And if it doesn't work, whatever. Um, it's always like, you're constantly testing the waters and, and seeing, seeing what works. And 
Um, I think that's how I feel about the new people who approach me, like about the course thing. Like, I'm like, I don't have, like, they are a learning institute. So they have a big base for, and they want to do all the work. And all I have to do is my favorite part is yeah, like, talk um, about I mean, it and do the stuff. So I'm like, actually, this worked out much better. You know, like you said, you did it and you're like, this is not for me. I do not enjoy like shipping. Yeah. Fuck shipping. Oh, like, fuck shipping. Yeah. Like, okay. I had a, I had an Etsy shop like back. I, I opened an Etsy shop back when I first had my daughter as like a means to try to, you know, create something. But um, it was very different than it, it wasn't necessarily like my fine art. It was, but anyway, whatever. It doesn't matter. Uh -huh. But I just remember like I had a really, one of the years I had a successful um, holiday season with print sales and I offered framing too. So that people could buy it frame or, and <laughs> I'm telling you, like you would think, you think you would be happy about making sales. And I just remember like, oh no, like another one I have to, now I have to frame, you know, and I'm just not, yeah. I, I just want to be making the art. <laughs> I think, I know, I said something the other day to my studio manager. I said, if I could just like, if people could just pay me to make stuff, I'm cool with that. <laughs> and then I got six jobs in one week. I was like, mm, actually, I take that back just a little bit. Um, can we have some balance here? I put that out <laughs> in the universe. And it was a lot of shirt design, surprisingly, which isn't a service I offer, by the way. But, oh, I'm wearing it right now. But I have oh, yeah. a shirt for fun. And it just blew up. And so everyone's like, Brandy makes shirts. We should go to her. <laughs> yeah. I get a lot it's of that very stuff, funny. too. funny. I, um, I actually whatever. am very happy. I have a, a blanketed, and I'm just remembering now I have to get back to a friend about that wanted me to do a CD album <laughs> cover. But... <laughs> I have a, but I, I have a, a, like a blanketed answer to everybody with that stuff now. Cause I have a background in graphic design and advertising and, and I, I had my own t-shirt company for a while where it's like, so I have the, like you the know-how know for doing yeah. a lot of things, but that I'm at a point in my life where I'm like, just cause I know how to do it doesn't mean Maybe I'm going to take it on. Yeah. So I just like, I don't take commissions. I just say no, and it doesn't matter who you are. Like, you could be my best friend, and I'm just like, sorry, right now, I just don't, I don't do any of that stuff. Yeah, no, I have to uh, be a little bit better about establishing boundaries. I just get so excited, and um, but that's just my personality, and I have to learn to know myself a bit better because, yeah, I would like to finish my book, and I would like to, but sometimes, you know, uh, as artists or creatives, it's, I think it's a fear-based thing for me. Yeah. Um, because I can go months um, without having anything go on. And so once you get like a big mural job, you're like, even though it's at a terrible time and last minute or something, you're like, yes, yes, I will. Because yeah, one, like one summer I did six murals and then the next I had none. Like, so um it's just, it's inconsistent. So I made a vow to get, uh, just have some more sustainable and um, passive income sources. And we'll see how it all works out. Yeah. And, and, and those. 
I think, uh, I don't know if you're like me, but I tend to not have good boundaries if I do take something on with um, setting in an appropriate deadline. Because I convince myself I can do it. I can make it happen. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yeah. I... I just try to do things as fast as I can. Um, I'm pretty speedy, but sometimes it has blown definitely. And sometimes when you get that initial feeling of like working with someone and you're like, I'm getting some like really big red flags in this conversation, but you do it anyways. And then you're like, mm. there were so many red flags and I did it anyway. And now look, they have caused yeah. this very, this could have been avoided. Yeah. Why did I say yes? Uh, that's life. But and and you do grow and you learn and and the only way to do that is through experimentation and and yeah. So I hope. I think I think by I think by like twenty twenty mid twenty twenty two I can start being like um, just like financial stability wise. Yeah, that's my plan. If everyone could just make my book a bestseller, also I'm putting that in my universe. For you no, now. you know what? I'm glad that you said that because what we were talking about earlier when we were talking about paradigm and and finding, you know, that kind of relationship. I like I really feel like I hit the lottery with with them because I actually like had them on my radar when I moved because I, I was in New York for um for years and then I I'm originally from the Philadelphia area and when I moved back here and I was like okay like let me you know see what's going on in the yeah and I and I found paradigm I was like that's it that's my that's my dream gallery and I seriously just put it in the universe and it was like Mm -hmm. around that time I put a lot of things in the universe like being featured by the jealous curator and things like that that just like and you did it and like having and then having having a solo show and like all these things and all of a sudden they started happening i'm like and people are like well what did you do and i'm like honestly i put it in the universe that it like was as a a possibility and i don't like i think it's just when you do that it's like you're you're putting the energy and confidence out there that there's no reason why it can't happen, right? Uh-huh. I mean, you want it, you want it, and you're opening a door. I don't know. Yeah, I yeah. Don't know it's, works, it's strange, but I think it's almost just like telling yourself you're, you're kind of holding yourself to something. You're like, well, I said it, I wrote it down, and uh, it's gonna happen. Um, you know, and and the more you visualize and say it like if I keep saying I will finish my book like people are going to expect a book by all by the end oh of yeah this. making yourself <laughs> right? accountable like, hey, hey Brandon, you remember 10 years ago where is it <laughs> um yeah I've been saying it a long long time but yeah but like books take way longer than you think um but I have a neighbor who is actually married to the woman who is being published by Random House uh who is just on Tasha Hilderman her husband self-published and they're yeah they're my neighbor and they also run a business so he's like big business management and he wrote this amazon book uh through kdp he took a course uh was in mastermind groups were like not like but like support groups for writers and stuff like that and they really encourage each other and he he one day gave me a whole bunch of tips but he wrote this book called clone yourself 
and yeah. it's it's like you know obviously it kind of speaks for itself but like yeah. manage, managing people who will have that same vigor and, and oh that's great idea credits, but i feel like i should um yeah. <laughs> he and it's a bestseller on amazon and you know it's so funny when i first heard that i was like it just like i was like so like just in just my neighbor he wrote a book huh and it's doing quite well cool uh good for yeah. him and then and then like i was like you know why that i was like i could, I could do that maybe. Uh, yeah i could and then where you write like i it's funny because when i did that conference in front of all the women and uh it was the most out of body experience i've ever had they actually sat me down or um i've talked about this a lot but um they they called me or emailed emailed me and i was like uh, no no i'm not doing this i don't public speak i don't uh not happening uh that sounds like the worst thing anyone <laughs> could do to themselves i'm not an inspirational speaker or a public speaker i just don't do that um and they're like meet us for coffee okay so, <laughs> okay i really like you so i will and i like going for coffee so sure no one ever asked me for coffee so i'd love to <laughs> um and they were so nice and i was like i don't think i'd have anything to say what would i talk about and they're like we think you do just think about it so anyways long story short it happened and it was insane and look what it's led to like just because i said yes to something totally out of my comfort zone like i'm saying yeah and that was before like we appeared on stories or anything like even my podcast has come such a long way like i couldn't string together sentences especially when like a camera is on your face it puts that extra pressure is that my baby or your baby i think it's yours oh, great uh -oh. um <laughs> what are you talking about um clearly uh yeah so um just because you know you think yeah it was just a great example of him it's just he wrote a book okay cool and then you're just like i've been practicing writing a book i write posts every day like <laughs> I post yeah out of the blue and then jensen saro like you're a badass jensen Sarah. yeah yeah it says like the little steps the little bits every day add up to you know, and someone just asked me on Instagram this morning, they're like, how are you writing a book? I was like, 15 minutes a day, 15 minutes. That's it. That's, that's, that's the magic. You just like, especially with parenthood, you work yeah. in those windows and, and like, uh, um, in big magic, when Elizabeth talks about like, treat it like you're a lover, like you're a fair and you're sneaking off in the staircase yeah. to, you know, embrace your lover for 15 or 10 or three minutes. <laughs> And that is your passion and that is what you're doing. And it doesn't have to be, you know, just because I'm an artist doesn't mean I can't write or, you know, public speak or, um, you know, and you figure out what you, you like to do, especially you with your design background. Like you just, you were like, I'm, I can be this and I can do something different and look what it led to. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty cool. <laughs> it's very inspiring. You should write a book. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I think I should. Um, yeah, I'm just gonna, I can hear, uh, my mic picks up sounds that my human ears don't hear. Well, if you need to get them. That's always interesting. They always come in during the quiet time. Finn likes to mock me with, he'll find the chocolate chips. 
and he'll lock <laughs> me from the door, slowly eating them. I was in a very important meeting where I like shouldn't have kids around, and I was like trying to keep a straight face to the screen, and he was just like, "Oh my goodness, <laughs> somebody's here right now." Yeah, he always makes a little appearance, but he's not here today. We'll see. Um, I hear, I think my my uh, daughter just got off the school bus. I can hear her voice downstairs now. Okay, if that's not your baby, it's definitely mine. But oh, I have so much more to ask you. I ruined it with my end rant because I'm so excited. <laughs> um, I'm so excited to to chat with you, and we obviously both are very busy outside of our creative life. <laughs> Um, that's like 10%. The rest is real life. Um, and thank you for taking the time out of your, your very busy life. And I'm so excited to see your new collection because your stuff, like I wanted to talk about the embroidery too, because it like, it's, it like comes off of the painting and I just don't know how you take the time and effort to pull that off. It is so beautiful. Thank you. Yeah. yeah, I definitely need to go that soon. Okay. Sure. He's mad. He's uh, We got a lock on his room. One, <laughs> one night at two in the morning, the alarm went off. She's like, okay, yeah, we need oh. to open the door. Because, yeah, maybe he'll get it. Sometimes he pulls so hard it opens. Um, okay, again, we'll have like a, a two, a two, or one day I'll just pop into your, your mastermind group for fun and talk to all the lovely ladies. I don't know. Is there any men in your group? No, 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 no. It's hey, all lovely women. ladies. Yes. No, yeah. you should come. You can, you can come to, um, we, we meet on, uh, Thursdays and Sunday nights. If you want to oh, pop wow. in. That's, that's commitment. Go for yeah. You. I mean, but it's, it's like I said, it's not structured. It's just like, if, you know, sometimes you there's can. two people, sometimes there's 10. Sure. It's just amazing. Yeah. Another lesson and find your tribe. That's yeah. Find the right people. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Lovely to meet you. Yeah, Thanks. you too. We were online friends an hour in person. I know, I know. Time. I'm glad that we made, we sealed the deal. <laughs> okay. <laughs> See you, Sarah. All right. Bye, Brittany. Thank you so much. I'm sure you picked up on a little of that magic and weird coincidences. <laughs> um, but you can go check out our portrait class that we did at brandyhofer.ca in the learn category. And it's, it's on there. It's, it's, uh, you can either pay $159 or split it into three month installments. And, and then it's just not so much at all and totally worth it. Uh, and you can take it at your own pace and the paint spot will help with your materials list. Um, yeah, it's so nice. And I, and I'm sure you love Kristen just as much as I do. So thank you so much for her. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much, Kristen, for joining me. And I wonder why my audiobook went so poorly. It didn't go poorly. But when we recorded it, I was like, this is so fucking hard. I can't breathe wrong. And you know me, I love, I love organic, just straight up weird talk. So Thanks for putting up with me, friends. I love you so much, and we'll all chat soon. <laughs>